What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Sharla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, this episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Producer University, formerly the Producer Society. So Producer University is a revamp that God came in and changed up our whole little situation in our community. And we are now Producer University. Here's the word that God gave me. He told me that a society is just a group of people hanging out, doing all the things together. But in fact, he wanted this to be a place of learning, growth, and development for his daughters. And so now PHS is now PHU. So we offer online mentoring and a community of like-minded women where we study everything about life, growing in your goals, growing in Christ. I mean, we get our whole life together. We have guest speakers. We have Bible studies. We have our business center. There's just so many courses and unbelievable resources and revelation that's been being had within the university since we started. I absolutely implore you that if you are looking to grow in your life, if you're looking to grow in your career, if you're looking to grow in leadership skills, you need to be a part of Producer University. I'm telling you, this yesterday's price ain't gonna be tomorrow's price probably okay so if you have not yet signed up 
for Producer University, go ahead and click the link in the bio so that you can get your two-week free trial. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So again, I implore you, sign up for Producer University. Go over to the God Goals and Girl Talk website. Check out our new swag because it's popping, okay? There's that part. And go ahead and get in community with us. We have such an amazing time in Christ. We do Bible studies every week. We do um, community check-ins. We fast together. We learn together. We have amazing guest speakers that come in. And it's just such a good way to grow in the things of the Lord and to be about your business, entrepreneurship, business, lifestyle, finances, all the things, leadership skills. It has been an amazing, amazing transformation. And I want y'all to be a part of it. So go ahead and head over to the link in the show notes. Start your two-week free trial today and let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Today's episode is entitled, How to Give Godly Advice. And this episode is actually an overflow from a conversation um, that we were having in PHU in our weekly live session. Um, shout out to the squad, okay, because every Tuesday our lives be a lituation. Um, And it's not a shameless plug, but y'all need to be in PHU. If you're not, okay, okay. So one of our members was talking about how she was frustrated because all of her friends know that she's saved and she um, gets a lot of requests for like advice, but ultimately they don't be taking the advice. And it was really frustrating her. And I know many of y'all who listen to the show can absolutely identify with this, right? Because a lot of us are the friend that got their life. You know, we know Christ. And so our friends will come to us as they should because we're the light and ask us for advice on certain situations. But then once we give advice, they're not heeding to the word, okay, that has been, that has gone forth, okay? Um, and so I know that this has to be a very frustrating area for many of us because myself included, it definitely gets frustrating. And so in this, in, in contemplating about this, God gave me some revelation about six things that are absolutely necessary to have when you give godly advice, right? And this doesn't mean that you should not give advice or that, um, you know, that, you know, seeking advice even for yourself is bad, right? Like seeking and giving godly advice is a biblical principle. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 19 and 20 that we should listen to advice and accept discipline. And in the end, we will be counted among the wise. And we even are called um, to sharpen one another in Proverbs 27 and 17. Proverbs 12 and 15 tells us that a fool thinks that their own way is right, but a wise, but the wise listen to others. And so like any other privilege and responsibility that we are given by God, we have to ensure that we are being good stewards of our wisdom. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. We have to ensure that we are being good stewards of the wisdom that God gives us. We all have that one person, okay, or even a handful of people who are upset because they are getting their hair, their hair wet, right, in the storm that they created. All right, like you, you mad because your edges it is coiling, sis, but you caused it to rain out here and now you standing in it. And this goes beyond like, you know, an isolated incident, right? This isn't, you know, one time you made a bad decision because we are called to give people grace, but I'm talking about people who have this as a chronic condition. Okay. Now in the medical world, 
we deem um, any disease or condition lasting longer than three months as chronic. So let, let's just use that time frame of reference. And let's gonna say, we're going to say it applies here. So there are some people who run to you who instead of running to God. And then you notice that they're in these cyclical situations. So cycles. Okay, shout out to Jonathan McReynolds. And these cycles are lasting for longer than three months. So like, sis, you've been cheated on by this guy seven times. And at this point, I'm just going to conclude that you enjoy it. Like you like the dysfunction of it all. You like the makeup to break up because if so, you would heed to the wisdom that's being given to you, given to you if it was something that you did not like. And so, um, you know, girl, look, sis, you asked me for $20 every two weeks for the last six months. All right. You need a budget, not a love offering, because at this point, it's a cycle. It's a cyclical problem. And so we have to really make sure that as we're giving advice, as we're seeking um, to be vessels for God to utilize that the wisdom that he gives us that we're imparting among um, we're imparting it to people who are going to receive it well. And we're doing so in a way that pleases God. And so we're going to talk about six elements that you need to make sure that you have in your godly advice to make sure that it is pleasing to God. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show so the first thing that you need to do to give godly advice is to seek god on where and when you should pour so matthew 7 and 6 tells us not to give to dogs what is sacred and not to cast your pearls to swine who will then trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Now, look here. We're not calling people dogs and pigs, okay? But I'm going, all right? Now, <laughs> but it is important that we use um, God's discernment and wisdom on where and when we should pour out and pour into others. There are some people in situation where God's wisdom is not wanted. It will not be appreciated. And in fact, you'll find yourself feeling drained or torn to pieces because you involved yourself in a situation without um, God's covering. And so, you know, we've talked about the parable of the sower um, in Matthew 13 here before. And we talked about, you know, the conditions in which your seeds can be left. And you don't want your seeds of wisdom to be cast in a place that where it can be stolen by the birds, where it can be um, scorched and not deeply rooted, or where it can be suffocated by weeds. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand that everyone will not have knowledge of the kingdom of heaven. And we're told that in Matthew 13 and 11. And that just because they hear 
does not mean that they will receive the divine revelation. Jesus says that again in Matthew 13 and 13. And this is why Jesus said, let them who have ears to hear, let them hear. It's not because people didn't have physical ears, but because they did not have the spiritual ears necessary to discern what Jesus was saying. And so spiritual ears are necessary to receive advice and godly wisdom. Spiritual ears are necessary to get the revelation. Right. Like they got to catch the word. They ain't going to catch it, baby. They ain't got no ears to hear what you're saying. It's going to sound real good to them. And they've essentially wasted your time. And you've now casted seeds somewhere where it's not going to produce a harvest. Right. Like when you give when you give godly wisdom, because, you know, the seeds that you are um, are sending out, it should produce good fruit when it is sown appropriately. If you give advice to someone and you don't see the fruit of God in their life, if they're not growing in patience, love, kindness, gentleness, long suffering, self-control, if they're not growing in that, then maybe you need to ask God um, hey, am I am I to continue planting in this area? Because it's dry. It's it's dry over here. <laughs> it's dry. Okay. So you want to make sure before you get emotionally enthralled in the situation that you use that pause, ponder, and pray method that we've talked about before. And it may be as simple as saying, Hey, I'm not in a place right now where I can speak to this situation. And when you take that break, you're able to then invite God into your decision-making process of whether or not you should cast your pearls, right? A lot of times people call us and we feel like because of the society that we're in, that we have to be ready to jump up and have a whole world revelation, et cetera, et cetera, instead of saying, hey, you know what? I hear you. I've listened to you. Um, and let me let me take this to God because I want to give you good advice. I want to give you sound counsel in this area or I want you to um, to even take the opportunity to 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 take this apart and uh, process this emotionally. Right. Like this is not something that I want to do willy nilly. I want to be able to have real conversation with you about this. I want to be able to be clear. And so right now I'm not in a place to speak to this certain situation. But if I hear a word from God. I will call you back with it, period. Because now you're taking the control and the pressure off of you. And you really go take that situation to God and ask them if you should speak to this situation. All right. So the first thing that you have to have is the ability or that you have have to do is to seek God on where and when you should pour. The next thing that you need to do if you are giving godly wisdom is that you need to be clear on your boundaries and be clear on your priorities. Even Jesus, our Lord and Savior, the Lord of hosts, Yeshua, okay, Yahweh, even he had boundaries, okay? We see him very often in scripture slipping away to seek God and pray for himself. And my pastor said something very, very profound um, about this. He said that you can leave people and still love them. Jesus still loved the disciples, but he also is gone right now. He left us and he still loves us very much so. So even Jesus had boundaries. All right. We see him constantly getting refilled by the father. And so we also um, see, see Jesus keeping his eye on his main priority, which is fulfilling his God-given purpose. And we um, talked about priority setting. We did a, a dope course in PHU about priority setting. It was a whole word 
priority child. People didn't know what they didn't know. Um, and so we talked about priority setting and getting the revelation of setting priorities God's way. And so we have to remember that we are to please God first. That is our main priority is to please God. Our main priority is not to please people. It is not to appease your feelings. It's not for me to put a band-aid on uh, something that needs to get ripped off and really deal with the thing. We need to make sure that we are pleasing God. Then we have to prioritize our household after that. So for me, that means after a certain hour, I am unavailable for people, for many people, for advice. And this is something that may be new to a lot of people who are close to me. It's where I'm like, hey, girl, I can't talk. Um, I got X, Y, and Z that I have to get done, right? Um, and I, it's really because I'm focused on what? the agenda that God has given me for the day. I'm in a different part of my life right now. I'm in the middle of a transition. And so God is really, you know, calling me to do different things. And I'm really in a place where I have to be obedient to that. So I can't sit on the phone for 18 hours talking about the same thing that we had already talked about. And you ain't take my advice the last time anyway. So no. Right. So it really is, um, you know, taking the opportunity to say, hey, my household comes first after a certain hour. Boo. No, my husband is home. I'm not about to sit here and chop it up with you. And my bae is at home like this is our time. And so, you know, there are some rare exceptions. Um, and that circles back to our point of us seeking God before we pour in to someone or into a place. However, I've had people that I've had to to disconnect from. Because every phone call, every phone call, before they even say, hey, girl, how you doing? And and really listen long enough to care. It's, hey, Charlotte, can you? Hey, 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 whoa, 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 sis, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> like, no. And so I really had to understand that I was the one allowing this pattern to continue. And it's not even... That that would frustrate me, but a lot of times I would give the advice and they wouldn't even take it or they would have a rebuttal for the advice. Girl, girl, you done wasted my time, okay? I don't have time for this. And so I really had to um, identify my own boundaries and I want you to identify your own boundaries when it comes to this area. And then once you identify them, adhere to your boundaries, Okay, because guess what? If you always allow the boundaries to be pushed, it's not a real boundary. It's just some stuff that you talking, but you ain't living it out. Right. So you have to let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. Matthew 537 says just as just say a simple yes, I will or no, I won't. Okay, and anything beyond this is from the evil one. Any confusion, any going back and forth on your boundaries, child, is of the devil. Let your yes be yes and let your no be no. When boundaries are not clear and when they are not adhered to, that's where confusion comes in. And we know that confusion does not come from God, but comes from the enemy. Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. Me. The third critical element element. Y'all can't talk today. The third critical element of, of giving godly advice 
is pointing them back to God. Many times people will call um, those who have a level of godly wisdom before they seek God for themselves, right? And this is so out of order. Like it's so out of order, y'all, and we cannot stand for it. It is out of order. Do not call me before you talk to God about the situation, okay? Like it's out of order. Remember that before we relish in the applause of people telling us that we always have good advice, our first priority is to please God. John 5 44 tells us, no wonder you can't believe for you gladly honor each other, but you don't care about the honor that comes from the one who is alone. God, let me tell y'all something. Everyone will be big mad at me before I dishonor God or find myself outside of his will. Y'all ain't got to talk to me no more. As long as God is pleased, I don't care. I, I want the, my level of unbothered and as long as God is pleased with me energy, I don't, I do not care. Okay. His opinion is the only one that matters. As Tatum says, if you, if you live for the applause, honey, you will die by the booze. There are going to be some things that God may tell me to do that people aren't going to agree with, but I'm not concerned with people because my only concern is pleasing God. Okay. Th- that's it. So when people call you for advice, before you interject anything, there is a very quick critical question that needs to be asked. And that is, what did God and or have you sought God about this? What did God say? What did God tell you, sis? Or if they haven't even have you even talked to God? This is the question. Either one of them. Have you talked to God about this? What he tell you? Mm. If the answer that follows is silence... Or if it's a, well, I had called you, girl, sis, I love you, but talk to God first. Call me back. Okay? Like, we have to get people out of the bad habit of creating little G gods out of us. I am not God. You need to talk to him first. You can come to me after that. Them talking to God first will divert them from calling you without... um without first seeking the father, right? So now we can get past the emotion. We can get past all of that. Like the Bible tells us that if we need wisdom, ask our generous God, he will give it to you without rebuke. That's in James one and five. If they have not sought, if they did not seek God, then they're, they're not looking for wisdom. Hmm. Hmm. When we ask our faith must be in God alone. When we seek God's wisdom. Like, it has to be in God alone. It can't be wavering because then you double-minded and double-minded people can expect nothing from God. Keep reading in James, Childish James 1, 6 through 8. Like, we need to have our faith in God alone. We need to be seeking him first for wisdom. And so when people come to you asking advice, your first thing, did you talk to God? What he had said, what he had told you to do. If not, boo, hang up real quick. Talk to God first. Hit me back. All right. Because right now I can't, I'm not even permitted to speak on the situation because you haven't talked to God. And he'll give you wisdom. That's what his words say. If you're seeking wisdom. And although this may seem passive um, to point people back to God, you are truly really doing them a favor because the hope is that they'll seek God on their own behalf before coming to speak to you. You may find that they'll get their answer and they won't even call you back. 
Okay, what I found to be true is that when I'm giving godly advice to people who've already sought God for themselves, the word that the Holy Spirit gives me is just confirmation to what God had already told them in their alone time with him. Right. And that's another boundary that you have to set. The criteria is that you talk to God before you call me. You will find that one or two things will happen when you set this boundary. They will actually seek God before they call you. Or they'll stop calling. And either way, praise thee the Lord. Okay? Because if you don't want godly wisdom, you're wasting my time. And if you really want to talk to me, then you'll talk to God first because then I can edify you. Now now I know that um, the, the, the ground has already been tilled. Your heart is softened because I can't do a heart work in you. That's only something that God can do. And so it's so critical that we do not get so caught up in trying to be a little G God to, the, to people, making ourselves idols to people, because that's what you do. If you call God, if you call me before you call God or talk to him, no, ma'am. No, ma'am, Pam. Nope. No. Because now you're putting me in a position as if I'm God and I am not. Honey, don't want to be. No, no, and no some more. So it is really, really important that you are pointing people back to God when you're giving godly advice. So let's do a quick recap. When we give godly advice, we should ensure that we are seeking God's wisdom on where and when to pour. That's point number one. Number two, we must set boundaries through prioritization. And then lastly, we have to point people back to God. So we are going to stop right there for this week's episode. We'll come back next week and go over the other three elements of giving godly advice. And until next week, I love y'all. Okay. Continue to love God, love people and love yourselves. And I'll pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God goals and girl talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT podcast and checking out our website www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things. Okay. So until next week, continue to love God, love people and love yourselves. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.